And I think particularly for the endurance side of the, um, the athletes, there has been a maybe an over-focus on the during, which is obviously incredibly important. You know, the fueling stage of a race or training is very important. But because of the amount of strain that places on the body, the before and after is subsequently so vitally important. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pillar Performance Podcast. Uh, we've got a special episode today. It's our yearly wrap-up. I'm Damien Fitzpatrick. I'm the host of the show, I'm also founder of Pillar Performance. I thought I'd run a little bit differently today with, with the format of the podcast. I've actually brought along Jared, who um, recently joined us middle of the year. A lot of our customers may have seen a lot of the content that we, we do. That is thanks to, 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 to Jared. Jared's behind our social media, um, a lot of the content that we're doing with our podcast. Also works very closely with a lot of our athletes. So I thought it was a great opportunity to bring Jared in today. We're going to talk a little bit about 2022, really try and summarize um, what that year looked like for Pillar. I've got a personal curation of what I thought was our key highlights and milestones for the company. So look, I hope you guys get a good understanding about what we're doing now here at Pillar, what 2022 was like. A little bit of a sneak preview into what 2023 is going to do. So I probably will start though. I'll give you know the I'll give the the ten foot pitch on on what we do at Pillar for those of you joining for the first time. We now this is our first full year. Of, of completion since oper- opening operation of the business. We opened um, and launched Pillar in 21. So 2022 was a huge year for the business and our first complete year in operation. It's been an incredibly busy time uh, for the company. It, it launched, what we do here at Pillar is, is we've created essentially a bridge between what we believe is a pharmaceutical preventative health category and traditional sports supplements. And what we've created um, is the world's first sports micronutrition brand that is 100% informed sports certified. So the idea stemmed heavily from my own lived experience as an athlete and some of the gaps I felt that existed in performance nutrition um, and that being on the preventative health side and the micronutrition side. It's been a phenomenal first 15 months of the company. We have worked with some of the highest level athletes we can here. Um, obviously, being an Australian brand, the launch process heavily involved Australia and we're really looking forward to now undertaking the process of scaling the business. This year, I'll, I might call out a couple of highlights, Jared, before we jump in and before um, we maybe go into the Q&A. But what I wanted to probably highlight is, is our athletes, um, our professional athletes is obviously um, who we strive to, you know, to, to really serve because my space as a professional athlete, I felt that there was definitely a, a need and a product space for that. We know our customers a lot wider, but I wanted to call out a couple of amazing results across this year for, from our athletes that have been using the product for a long time. Um, I will start with Zach Stubbledy Cook and, and swimming is a personal favorite sport of mine, as everyone knows, but Zach has been working with Pillar now for, for 12 months. Zach broke the, the world record in the 200 meters breaststroke, incredible time. He also then backed up an amazing result at the Olympics with Commonwealth Games gold and also World Championship gold for Australia in swimming. Um, Brett Robinson obviously very recently broke the Australian record in the marathon going 207, which was amazing. We've had so many of our triathletes take wins across 2022. Massive call out to Sarah Crowley, who's obviously took the triple crown for the Australian Ironman circuit, taking out all three major Australian races. We had Steve McKenna, um, Ellie, uh, Caleb Noble, 
global, um, all taking out wins as well. Um, and we're really looking forward to, to continuing to work closely with triathlon as a key sport for the brand moving forward. Um, also want to call out on, on the running side of space, Izzy Bat-Doyle in her debut marathon took out the Australian half marathon record as well down in Melbourne um, at the Nike half marathon, which which was a huge result. And guys, I know I've missed an awful lot um, of information there and, and even probably some of our teams, but just wanted to call those out, Jared. Um, you can probably correct me if I've missed a few, um, but I thought we can dive straight into a few Q&As and, and probably try and really unpack this year that was. Over to you, mate. Yeah, awesome. Hey, guys. Um, Damon, I guess like the first question that we got was from a user called Snazshaw. What, what, was, what intrigued you about starting the brand pillar? Snazshaw, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, that one's a really easy one for me. It was, it was, it was a purely, yeah, it came from my own, my own experience in, in, in my professional rugby career. I was a very heavily injured athlete. Um, if you go on to the, to the, I won't go into the full details, but probably more well known for being injured than I was actually um, spending time on the field. But because of those injuries, I needed to have a real dialed in approach to micronutrition. And what I quickly found was that the products on the micronutrition side that the high level athletes were now having to take definitely sat within the pharmaceutical space. And what I then quickly found was that the pharmaceutical space had never really concentrated on creating specific formulas for athletic outcomes. It was and and still remains very heavily focused on a 55 year old plus preventative health demographic. And that there summed you know, and, and really pointed me in the direction of a gap that needed to be addressed. Yeah, that's interesting. And like, when you go deeper on that, when you first um, discovered micronutrition, what was like the first um, micro that caught your eye and you noticed that you found made a big difference in your own journey through injury? Because my, because my, my injuries were, were all joint based. Um, I had, I had three ACLs subsequently. Um, and then a final surgery that involved an osteotomy on my on my left tibia i suffered severely from inflammation um, and arthritis and early onset um, arthritis so for me i was trying to solve like many athletes i was trying to solve for inflammation um, and inflammation was you know one one way of counteracting that is obviously taking non non-steroidal anti-inflammatories which we know can solve a very short-term pain for athletes, but also we all very, very well-known long-term is not a solution because of the severe side effects they can have on, you know, gastrointestinals. Um, and that was what was told to me. I was taking too many of these. So needed to focus on trying to find natural products that would take inflammation away. So I, I turned to um, omega-3. I started to do an awful amount, amount of research, um, found ingredients such as omega-3, curcumin longer, which is, you know, more commonly known as turmeric. I found later that there was a new ingredient called Boswellia extract, which now exists obviously in our Motion Armor product. Um, again, it's in that root and natural family. So those three products um, on the inflammation side all sat naturally, all sat without side effects. But I really focused in on omega-3. I felt for me and the studies that we were following, if I could get my omega-3 content and particularly the EPA level of the triglyceride um, up over 3,000 milligrams of that a day, I would be able um, hopefully to counteract some of the pain I've had. So look, 
what we found was there wasn't a solution for that product here in Australia and we had to try and find the raw ingredient um, and we had to venture all the way over to Norway to bring this stuff back into Australia and that's what really sparked my attention because it, that immediately started to help. I was able to train uh, more consistent days. Um, obviously in rugby we'd do a heavy field day and heavy leg weight sessions and, and that would leave my knee really sore but with the help of Omega-3 at a very high dose I was actually able to continue to train throughout the week, get selected to play and then you know put a couple of years on the end of my career that's awesome so good we have a question from anonymous what has been the biggest challenge for pillar that you faced in the past year i think without a doubt it's the mindset of of trying to educate and i suppose shift the mindset for athletes that performance nutrition doesn't just involve the during element of nutrition i think let, let's you know for, summarize it very very high level Performance nutrition you have before, you have during activity and post-activity, the recovery phase. And I think particularly for the endurance side of the, um, the athletes, there has been a maybe an over-focus on the during, which is obviously incredibly important. You know, the fueling stage of a race or training is very important. But because of the amount of strain that places on the body, the before and after is subsequently so vitally important. Now, for us... We, you know, traditionally, this category is always set in the pharmaceutical space. We are doing something very different in the fact that we've specifically formulated these products that have always sat in preventative health and pharmaceuticals. We have now positioned them for performance to include, you know, before and after training and racing, but they need to be taken in the here and now. So to try and shift that mindset from an educational perspective for athletes has probably been the most challenging because it's just so new. But the the over you know the the, the astounding um, feedback we've been getting is once once people understand how important this stuff is that can be used in the here and now and you don't need to take it and wait three or four weeks to to get benefit. It's 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 a remarkable turnaround the the shift and and that's probably the thing that you know you and I talk about the most and here in the company we talk about the most is that we are really driving a shift and a change in mentality in, in terms of nutrition and focus um, for athletes and hopefully allowing people to do what they love longer you know we we want to our goal here is to get people to the start line more often and in better shape and we want to you know on top of that we want them to be able to do that more often as well most definitely like there's nothing worse than not making a start line because of something that you could have done consistently in training that could have been an easy fix so no that's i totally get that and i guess like when you go on with that we're looking at the retail space you were talking to me about like how you go and educate staff members as well like to kind of face that challenge what's the strategy behind that and as the business model is we we, we run an omni-channel business meaning we, we have a direct-to-consumer channel um but we're not a d2c traditional business um we also work very closely with retail partners that is really important for us as a business because they are the ones that also have the ear of, of consumers they can help us amplify that message and education I would love to say that there is, you know, there's a fast way to do it, but obviously on, on limited resources and budget, you have to go and do the ground, do the groundwork. It's, it really has been an amazingly large um, undertaking from our team to, to go and meet with our pharmacy retailers, specialty sports retailers. But what we found is once the retailer understands what we're doing, they and we always start with the retailer has to, they have to take the product first. So we go in. And obviously we say, guys, you need these, this is this is your protocol, these are your products. Go and take them. Let us know your personal feedback. Luckily for us, 
more often than not, the feedback has been resounding in the, in the fact that it's actually really benefited their, their recovery, their performance, how they feel in and around training, which is then allows us to then go and dive deeper and explain them to them what is within the product, um, how to look for little cues from, from obviously their athletes that are shopping in their, their, their stores. And it's been from our perspective as well, it's then allowed us also because, you know, we, we do have quite a lot of knowledge now in this micro space and we're really the only ones doing what we're doing to be able to then utilize our retail partners to amplify that message and education um, has worked really well but it, it hasn't it hasn't come easy it's it's a lot of work um, and so I just wanted to probably take the opportunity as well to thank all of our retail partners we have um, here in Australia now we have over 800 retail partners and we wanted just to say guys we really appreciate every single one of you um, for the added you know continued support you're giving the business uh, we're going to look to to continue that strong relationship that we have it's a huge focus that I have on on the company it's a huge you know it'll be a focus for us moving forward to make sure that we are working at the ground level with our retailers because at the end of the day you know you guys are are an extension of the business um, it's where our customers will go for information um, so for us that's exactly how we see it that's awesome so good and we've got one more question from jack kelly so he wanted to know what was what is your top five most memorable moments or stories from the first year at pillar well first year well i'll try and break it down into 2020 2022 some big milestones for the business um i think probably of the our first our first event was 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 super exciting. We we launched in the middle of lockdown here in Australia, so we we did have to really we had to use you know digital strategies to to essentially educate the brand. The, our first event was at Geelong Ironman, I remember, um, beginning of this year, and it was for me it was our first you know time that we were able to put the pillar brand up. We had you know the tent and we had everything, and and it was a bit of a surreal moment for me. Um, you know, seeing the brand out there, getting firsthand to kind of get in front of our customers and, and, and those potential customers and, and people that were started to be, you know, coming over and showing a lot of interest. That for me was a it was, was a really nice moment because we I was able to see the brand out and about and, you know, see a lot of that hard work when you go build, you know, building a company to have it out there on display for the first time was really exciting. Some key highlights. We we launched. I mean, obviously, the day we, we the day we we became completely informed sport certified was a huge day. Um, there was a massive process involved in that. And for those of you who don't know, it's really difficult to do what we do with um, in terms of, of making all these products wider, uh, wider approved. Because when you when you test things on the micro and the macro side, it's quite easy. There's often just one or two ingredients. Let's take protein for example. Often you've got a you know got a base like a whey protein isolate then you've got some flavoring which might be chocolate so you've got two ingredients you then have to match up those two ingredients against all 200 banned substances on the on the on the asada list and the water list which they grow and change every six weeks which makes it very difficult now on the micro side it's it's a much difficult because it's much more difficult because some of our ingredients and in micronutrition you can have what's called excipients and also actives and the combination of some of those can be upwards of 15 to, to 16 ingredients. Now, to inform sports certify something, you have to test five batches of the product and you have to test each one of those ingredients in each product across all 200 of them. Um, and what we found was that there, and the reason it hadn't been done before is because the, the, the technology hadn't allowed that to happen yet. So we worked really closely to over time to get that done, to upskill the technology. And it was a really, really proud day for us when we were able to say that we were 100% informed sport certified because 
I know it made a lot of professional teams and a lot of athletes here in Australia incredibly happy, and I hope it's going to make a lot of um, you know a lot of teams and, and pro athletes and tested athletes and those non-tested athletes that just want to know that there is you know there's 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 contaminant-free products out there on the market. That was that was another special moment for us. I think five might be too many, but those two. I, I look I'm a little personal favourite. I will last one. I. I was, we had, when we launched the second flavor of the triple magnesium, which for the company, we, when I'd love people to think about Pillar more like a medicinal company, you know, sports nutrition, sports, almost sports medicine company than we are a sports supplement company. So the concept of launching a new flavor for a medicine um, is, is very, is very new to the market. I was, I, I was actually quite against it because of the fact that I felt that, you know, we our triple magnesium powder. It was it's it's doing. You know, and the berry still is is the main hold of the company. What we're able to do with the innovation on that product, um, making the magnesium as as strong as it is, but with that taste profile, I was yeah I was a little bit worried that obviously it would take the focus off that product. But we had just such you know you know we had so much feedback for people saying, look, I'm not we're not going to stop taking the the the, the berry. But we just want an alternative flavor so we can, you know, alternate and change. And when we when we launched the the pineapple coconut flavor, um, which we should have called pina colada for anyone who has tasted that, it tastes like a pina colada. Um, that coconutty flavor is definitely in there. Um, it was a really nice day to see all the support from from our customers coming on and purchasing that that product as well, which was fantastic. So. Because I was a little bit worried about launching, I, I thought it might have been, you know, might have been something that we we'd missed the mark on. But it turns out, you know, alternative flavors do work, um, and particularly for us here at Pillar, that triple magnesium flavor profile is what you know is, is what everyone loves about that product. And you know, it's probably something we're going to continue to to look into and and launch some new flavors going forward. Yeah, and going on that, like, what do you what <clears throat> what are you most excited about? Um, for the year ahead in 2023? Yeah, I mean, pretty simply, we're, we're going to be launching in international markets, which for me is a huge milestone for the business. It probably shows how fast we have been able to grow, but more so probably also shows because of the demand that has come from overseas, it also shows that it's it's really exciting that we're on, you know, the gap that we thought and I found here in Australia definitely exists internationally, which for me now is it's a huge look, it's a huge challenge of the really big undertaking going into new markets. But I think for us now it's a calculated move because we understand and having spoken to those people in those markets, understanding that we, you know, Pillar is also serving an, un, an unserviced market right now. And the gap that we found between that, you know, preventative health and pharmaceutical space and sports supplements, it does exist globally. So it's an exciting opportunity for us to, to launch. You know, we launched in a soft launch into Europe recently. We're going to be continuing, deepening, you know, deepening our, our roots in, into Europe and, and with one eye on North America shortly after. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. I know you and I have been, been, we have been planning heavily on the on that side of things. So, you know, for us as a business, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, awesome. So, Damo, um, yeah, ever since starting the company, I noticed that events is one thing that we do a lot of. So I was wondering for 2023, what is the plan for the event space for Pillar? Yeah, it is. Look, it, it, we we tend to we tend to fill up our schedules pretty heavily. It's it's also something that we all love. It, it works amazingly well for us. Where look, we are as a, as a business, and and I've really tried to drive that across or everyone involved in our team. We don't want to be one of those brands that kind of hides behind a website or our retailers. We really want to put ourselves out there. So you know, part of you know introducing obviously you today and and me doing this, we we want to make ourselves accessible. I think events are probably the most phenomenal way to learn about your community. You know 
build build that community as well. Um, much more, you know, just outside of product as well, going to events, putting on events, activations, seminars. It's an amazing way to to really interact and start to add benefit to your, you know, to loyal customers and retailers as well. We had an incredibly busy year. It was 20, we had 20, I think the other day, Britta and I counted, we had 25 events across 2022. So if you think about that, that's every second weekend pretty much taken up. And that was across, you know, Ironman Expos, which was an amazing experience to be involved in those those events. Um, running events, um, we had retail activations, community activations, a lot of trade conferences as well, which was really important. So over 25 of those, we have just done our planner for next year and, and it's looking like we will probably top that, um, which is, is gonna be exciting. The, probably the, the the plan for 23 will be to continue as always to, to be in front of our customers wherever they are. And as I was mentioning before, if we go into international markets, there is definitely some key races and we'll be focusing on, on the triathlon scene in, in Europe and the US. And we're going to be targeting a number of races and, and introducing pillar on the ground in Europe um, across June, July, and then and also in the US later, later in the year. So exciting time for events. We'll always continue to do that. I'm you know, as a business and a brand, it's what we want to do. We want to, you know, we don't hide behind anything. We want people to come and give us our feedback, good and bad. We we always take on the bad feedback, um, which we've had, and and hopefully the the products we bring out and and some of the iterations we bring to some of our current products show that we've taken on feedback from people because we really are trying to stand behind our vision. We want every athlete uh, in the world to to you know to live in a space where they can have products that are you know clinically proven, safe, um, but also then to actually get them to the start line more often so you know that means taking on bad feedback and, and making adjustments where you need to and events and expos allow us to do that that's awesome was there anything else you'd like to say before we finish up here Damon? again just want to thank everyone probably wrap up today thank our customers um, that's you know the business and the lights wouldn't stay on without you guys um, it's been a phenomenal journey this first you know, first 15 months but if we say 2022 in its entirety first year of the business yeah, we just want to continue to, to really try and give you guys added value. So I want to thank all of you guys for your support, all of you for, you know, the, the way you interact with the brand. Um, you know, we, we really couldn't be here and we wouldn't be here without you guys. So um, thank you very much. And, and for those of you who are just coming over to the brand um, and maybe for those of you who have been asking us to, to get the product into, into different markets, I want to say, look, it is coming and we're working on it. Um, at the moment, you know, logistics it takes a little bit of time to work through in the current environment. But just to, to everyone, thank you. I want everyone to have a great Christmas, have a great, you know, holiday time with your family. It's been a huge year. We're pretty exhausted, right, Borge? So I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that are going to be looking forward to a break as well. But, mate, that, that probably wraps us up. Um, and I think this has been really good, mate. First, first podcast. Give me your, give me, let me throw a question to you. Give me your background. I know you you were saying you were a bit nervous before. How'd you go? Did you ease up into it? Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Like it's, um, I guess like once you get into it, it's just like, we're just chatting normally. I think just knowing that it's being recorded, it's just like something in the back of my mind, but I think, yeah, nice and short, quick and easy. Let's get it up and let's get it going. Nice. So, guys, if you, if you think if you if you think you did a good job, give him some feedback. Okay, all all for positive reinforcement. Here. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Thank you. See you guys.